If I could describe to give my life tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanco. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the Get My Life Tour. It is me, your host, Lydia T. Blanco. And as always, you know that I am so excited that you decided to show up for yourself. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to take center stage with me here on the Get My Life Tour. It means so much that you would tune in for yourself, of course, right? But also to hear from these incredible women who've come on tour with me and Stay tuned because we have some fellas joining us on tour as well. But I could not be more excited about today's guest because she is a San Francisco native living in Atlanta, living her best by coastal life, inspiring others and helping to elevate the brands, the businesses and voices of some people who you follow, trust, and you probably even love or stand for them. But her name is... Erica Diaz. Erica is the founder of the B Firm PR agency. She is also an author of the book, Faith It Until You Make It. Not fake it, faith it until you make it. And I'm so glad that she is on tour with us and she does so many other things. But I want you to help me welcome her to the Give My Life Tour. Erica, welcome. Thank you so much, Lydia. How are you? I am well. I am excited. I'm energized. And I'm so glad that you're here. Yes, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. You are welcome. Now, I I didn't do you any justice by rattling off, you know, all of the great things that you do, your ownership, your authorship. But in your own words, who is Erica Diaz? Well, honestly, I felt like you gave me a phenomenal intro. So thank you so much for that. My mouth was just like, oh, yeah, okay, that is me. Um, But just to piggyback off the great things that you did already say, um, yes, I am the the owner of the B-Firm PR. Uh, My sister and I actually um, are business partners. Her name is Ashley Jernigan. Um, We represent clients that are in the hospitality sector, fashion and beauty brands, um, athletes, and lifestyle brands. Um, And as you mentioned, I am the author of... um, my second book, um, which is Faith It Until You Make It. Um, It's a book full of inspirational quotes for your everyday life, um, quotes that have really inspired me along my entrepreneurial journey um, Mm -hmm. and and just quotes that have just inspired me even just in life, period. Uh, Quotes that I've gotten from like my family members, my grandmother, who uh, was extremely, extremely close to me. She passed away. Uh, several years back, but quotes that she even, you know, just instilled in me. But the book has really just been a source of faith, inspiration, um, encouragement, uh, and just really helped me 
excel to greater heights. And I also am the owner and creative director for Vintage and More 101. It's a online vintage boutique. Uh, we sell clothing for the fierce and fearless. <laughs> so mm, I like that. Yes. Yeah, so one of a kind pieces from uh, different time periods starting back as far back um, as uh, the 1940s up until the 80s. And um, I have some really, really unique finds and and just I'm really excited about, about Vintage and More. I've had two brick and border locations and close those locations down to just solely focus online. So Vintage and More 101 is my other baby passion project. You know, and we cannot forget Table of 20 either. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. There's so many things that Erica is doing. And this is why I said I could not fully do you justice. Because, number one, it's one thing to just read someone's bio. Mm -hmm. But, of course, when you're speaking about what you're doing with enthusiasm and sharing, it just brings it to life. Now, I think all of what you are doing is so dope. But there is just something. You are welcome. There is something so special about table of 20. And I think it's because you're setting the table. I love home. I love creating space and Mm -hmm. atmosphere Mm -hmm. and energy is so important. Tell us about table of 20. So with table of 20, it was really inspired by my grandmother who I mentioned earlier. Um, She used to throw these really, really beautiful, lavish, um, dinner parties and we would have family and uh, close family friends get together. We would dress up. We would um, have dinner. You know, we would have some libations. We would have dessert. We would, you know, celebrate each other, talk about, you know, what's going on, the real, the good, the bad, the, you know, just whatever it was. And we would, and we would leave it at that table and we would um, inspire each other. We would engage, we would connect. And it was a real good vibe. You know, it was electric. Mm-hmm. It No dinner was like the same. You know, <laughs> my grandmother would have different people um, from all over. You never knew who would be sitting at the table. And, and at my grandmother's table, one day it might be the mayor to, you know, the lady who runs a, a Fortune 500 business or even just, wow. you know, the, the neighbor up the street or whatever. But included in that, was our family, you know, my mom, my, my dad, brothers and sisters, aunts, uncles, and things like that. But it was just so, um, heartfelt. It was just, it was such a good time. It was just an unforgettable experience. And I remember moving to Atlanta and being invited to, you know, just different events and expos and women empowerment, this and different things Mm -hmm. that, and, I never really left empowered, you know, um, mm. I, unfortunately I would, I would go to, you know, some of the events that some of your favorite quote unquote celebrities or influencers or who's who were at. And I, I just felt like it was very surface level, you know, um, people wanted yeah. to know my, my occupation before even asking me my name and okay. I, I, I would get drained, you know, and, um, I remember just thinking about those awesome experiences that I used to have as a child, as a teenager, even in my adulthood growing up before my grandmother passed away. And I said, you know what? I 
want to create my own version of that experience. I want to bring people from all different walks of life, no matter what nationality, career, background, um, men and women, and have us talk, have us engage, have us connect. And whatever the energy of the room inspires you to talk about, that's what we're going to talk about. So there's never come to my Erica's table of 20 um, experiences. That's what I like to call them. It's never a situation to where it's like a program or it's a cue card type thing. I literally just pray over it first. And then I say, God, you know, give me the the words to say, give me, you know, uh, the words to impact, I- inspire, mm. leave it all here. You know, if I end up crying, I cry. If I, you know, laugh, whatever it is, like, just let it come from an authentic place, you know? And, and I tell people too, who I kind of do highlight at the event, everybody's actually highlighted, but, you know, I, I sometimes will single out uh, maybe one or two guests and have them really kind of open up and share their journey. But um, Mm -hmm. I tell them ahead of time, if, if the vibe is off, we're off, (laughs) you know, so, so come (laughs) here being prepared to, to leave it, leave it here. Don't come here thinking that, um, you know, it's going to be some surface level conversation, some, you know, type of, Oh, I'm gonna tell you how I already did this. And, you know, like you have to come here and, and be ready to, to be your true authentic self. And yeah. so they're always kind of like, okay, you know, and, and then when I set the tone with it, I just let that energy just flow. And so when I, like I said, when I say that come here with that real transparency, that organic vibe, that, that good energy, I, I'm, I'm very, very serious about that. Um, thank God I've never had to kick anybody out, but I, I set the tone with that and let people know that if, if I don't feel that, I'll cancel it. You know, like I have no problem yeah. walking away from anything <laughs> and anyone that is um, disturbing my peace of what I'm doing with that particular experience. Um, I have no problem, you know, telling them, okay, well, yeah, this actually isn't going to work out, you know, and, and, and letting them go about their day because it's such a um, personal thing for me that I know what I felt and what I feel when I put it on and I know what people mm-hmm. feel and what their reactions have been and the stories that I've heard and, you know, the conversations that are, are, are talked about. It, it's such a, you know, personal thing that whatever happens in that room is for that room. So that's why it's, it's not even recorded. It's, it's more of a, you get to see like the little highlight reel, but I never mm-hmm. record full conversations of what is being said. Cause it can go from, you know, some personal heavy stuff to, you know, some stuff from whatever they choose to talk about. So, you know, I, I, I am very cognizant of that and, and really like to make sure that when people are sharing, everybody's present, you know, like being present, yes. um, especially even just now in, in the current times is so important and it's always been important to me. Um, so I definitely, uh, you know, want that energy at my Erica's Table of 20 event. I think that is so beautiful and it is so special that mm-hmm. your grandmother gave that to yeah. you, right? Yeah. I think about fine china mm-hmm. and great conversations, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm thinking about that cabinet, right? That cabinet <laughs> only opens for a very select yes, few people, yes, yes, right? Yes. Not everybody gets yes. to experience eating off certain mm-hmm. dishes or drinking mm-hmm. out of certain cups. Mm-hmm. And the fact 
that that was something ingrained in you. And now you're creating space for other women who might not have had similar experiences, right? right? I can only imagine, you know, everyone has a different background. And so many of us yearn for an an upper echelon experience and to be able to build community with other women and to receive an invitation. Not everyone just gets to sit at your Yeah, table. they don't. They don't. Um, you can inquire, but um, you go, you know, through a process. I have a team um, along with myself who, you know, we hand select everybody who gets to attend. So you can inquire. Um, we'll send you a series of, you know, questions. And then we, you mm-hmm. know, kind of lead with, like I said, the power of discernment. I don't know every person who gets a seat at the table, I don't know them personally, you know, um, or even professionally, um, you know, I just kind of lead with the spirit and I am able to select the 20, uh, that get to sit at the table and, and that's how we go. That is, <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sure somebody's probably like, okay, let me see where can I go to get this information. But I, I love the level of intentionality. It's not about exclusivity primarily, but intentionality. Yes, yes. Yeah. And it's important that we show up that way and we create space for others that way. You know, I want to talk about your entrepreneurial mm-hmm. journey because you have a number of businesses mm-hmm. and they're not solely focused on you and you positioning yourself to be, you know, a public figure or this mm-hmm. it girl or this mm-hmm. it woman, right? You are a grown mm-hmm. woman, but you are on your way. You're already great in my Thank books, you. right? You are and, as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Thank special. you. But you are really blazing a trail. You're not waiting for anyone to create an opportunity mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. you. Where did that come mm-hmm. from? Um, honestly, that came from my mother, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, my grandfather, um, my dad, my my sisters, um, us, you know, seeing that in my mom and, and dad and, and grandparents and great-grandparents, just their hard work, you know, um, that mm-hmm. determination, that focus, and them putting their minds to things and and really just executing them. They weren't a lo- a, like big talkers on what they were going to do. Mm. <laughs> they did it. And then they would, you know, bring my brother and sister and I along like, and this is what we're doing, you know? And so it was wow. kind of like, oh, okay, well, if you could do that, I, I definitely can do this, you know? And so for me, mm, I like it was more so like, who's going to stop me? You know, it, it, I had that kind of attitude. Mm. So it was like, <laughs> If if not me, then who? You know, like, why can't I? Yes. And so, you know, I, I've had a job, honestly, since I was 11. Like, I I was that cookie girl selling homemade cookies. I was never a Girl Scout. I was selling. My mom said my cookies were good. So I said, oh, somebody might want to buy them if she thinks that they're good. And I would <laughs> yes. go door to door and and sell cookies, you know. And, and I, would, I was the babysitter and different things like that. But I've always had... Um, drive and motivation and just that that confidence in myself to know that the sky wasn't even limit on the things that I can do if I put my mind to it. Mm-hmm. So I would speak it, write it down. My mom was a big vision board person. She used to tell us to, you know, put it on your vision board and speak speak this over yourself. And I would visualize it and speak it over myself and and do the necessary work to do it you know, to make it happen. And, yes. and I wasn't a, 
quote unquote, like timeline, like, oh, it has to be done at this date. But I was on course, like I was getting it done and I was checking things off and I was like, oh, okay, well, this, this is how it's going to go. You know, the, the worst thing somebody can say to me is no. And then I continue to maneuver. I wasn't moved in a Mm -hmm. way of no is the end all the be all for me. I was like, oh, she said no. Or, oh, he said no. Let me find somebody else who's going to say yes. And, and just wanting to create my own opportunities and, and move forward in that. I, I've been around um, women and men who created opportunities for themselves um, and to, to, to excel, you know, and to win um, right. even against, you know, whatever their upbringing was or, you know, whatever, you know, circumstances and still kept moving. You know what I'm saying? They didn't let their past or right. whatever happened dictate how they wanted their future to be. You know, they took accountability. Mm-hmm. So that's really where I got it from. It was learned behavior, you know, and then and you 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 uh, partnered that with just me wanting more for my own self. Then I felt like I was unstoppable, you know. So that's really where it came yeah. from. I, it was learned behavior. And then, you know, you pair that with my own hustle and determination and focus for myself and me really wanting it for myself. That's where it came from. Well said. You also said two poignant things, visualization Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and doing. Those are major. Sometimes we have so much going on. It is impossible to just Mm -hmm. sit down and visualize, envision, take the time to mm-hmm. think and breathe and see right. ourselves where we want right. to be. And then we get stuck somewhere along the way and we right. stop doing, right. right? Execution is no longer a priority because we're right. so caught up where we are. You are someone who hasn't let anything get in their way. And you said you were encouraged and motivated and you wanted mm-hmm. more. I have to ask, you know, was there anything that ever tr- that tried to slow you down and how did you push past it? You mm-hmm. didn't stop, but how did you push mm-hmm. past it? Um, I'll, I'll tell this story, um, you know, I'll tell like the shorter version, but when, when I was about <laughs> like 15, I reached out to, um, June Ambrose, who is a amazing, amazing, you know, wardrobe stylist, costume designer to, you know, various, amazing people, Jay-Z, Missy Elliott, you know, I reached out to her when I was, when I was 15 and I called her out of the clear blue. There was no Instagram. There was no Twitter. She was my MySpace friend or something, you know, reached out to her, um, called her office and told her, um, on my lunch break, you know, while I was in high school, I said, I aspire to be just like you. I said, if you give me a telephone internship, I said, um, I will come and work for you for free when I graduate high school, you know, no matter where you are in the world. And she was like, you're 15 years old. Wow. And I said, yes, and I'm on my lunch break. So we got to make this quick. Like I'm, I'm sneaking on somebody's flip phone, you know, <laughs> no iPhone 11 over here. It was a flip phone. You okay. know? And I'm like, yeah, you know, and I was talking to her and she was encouraging and motivating. And, you know, like I was in high school and then fast forward, I get in college. I, she has been giving me this advice for, for a while, just talking to me, maybe like every other month and, you know, and I'm doing what she tells me to do, like it's Bible. So I have a vision board, June mm-hmm. Ambrose is on it. You know, I, I watch her work. I'm following her in, in like real life, you know, and then I finally meet her and um, I end up uh, interning with her on set for a Missy Elliott video 
it was um, I'm Really, Really Hot. You know, it was a song called I'm Really, Really Hot. And Brian Barber directed it. And, and all these amazing people were there and all this different stuff. And so um, I've never been starstruck. But when June Ambrose walks out the elevator, I thought I saw God's cousin. I was like, oh, my God, I've arrived. Like, this is, you know, <laughs> like, this is the person who I've been talking to since I was 15. Like, she's like my version of Michelle Obama, in, but in the fashion world, you know. Mm. And I remember being a young girl, 21, maybe 22 at the time, um, still green, but still thinking like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I've, I've made it, you know? And, um, I remember there was a woman on set who, um, I thought June, June Ambrose introduced me to the woman as Missy's mom, but it happened to be another person who was Missy's manager at the time. And it, it was crazy because, that one situation turned into like a, a situation that I totally, you know, it it kind of went left. Like at that time, because I mistakenly called the woman Missy's mom instead of the manager, she ended up kicking me off set. Not June, but the woman had wow. that much power to where she called June's people and was like, yeah, that intern, I don't know who that girl is, but you got to kick her off set. When I boo-hooed, cried, like, mind you, my mom had flew me out there. Mm-hmm. I didn't have no money to come to L.A. to, you know, stay at the W and, and intern for it was supposed to be like a three day internship. I thought, Lydia, my career was over. OK, like I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm done. This lady, you know, hates me. You know, when I say I yeah. apologize, I prayed, I, I met some people on set who um, one lady, she happened to be like Eminem's wardrobe stylist. She ended up kind of pumping me back up and getting me back on my game, you know, like Erica, like that, that, Hmm. you know, plan might be, um, delayed, but it's not denied. You know, that's the scripture too in the Bible, but you know, like she had to remind me of who I was and where I was going and that nobody can, can, you know, take me out of my blessing that I know God Mm -hmm. had in store for me, you know? And so of course with crying and trying to, figure things out. I didn't even tell anybody. Honestly, you're the first person that I've told the full story to because I kind of like sometimes skim over that that part. But wow. it hurt me so bad. And I thought that for one second, I let that fear come in thinking that my career was going to be over because of one mistake that I made mm. um, in thinking that that was her, her, you know, her mother. And, um, you know, I, I kind of beat myself up for a little while. And then got myself together, you know, and and put back on my big girl panties Mm. and said, you know, do what you need to do. And again, my plan was not, God did not shut it down. He said, okay, that happened, but how are you going to move forward? And I end up moving forward and, Mm. and still assisting other amazing wardrobe stylists and working with them and still even seeing June, like she had totally forgot about that situation, you know, like that didn't wow. you know, stunt <laughs> my, my career. I ended up moving on to style commercials for Haagen-Dazs, uh, Comcast, TiVo commercials, you know, major Dorito commercials yes. and things like that. Comcast. I don't even talk about all those commercials that I've done wardrobe styling for. But again, that one situation, if I would have let that kind of you know, bubble up and and take me off of my game, you know, for a long period of time, I wouldn't have even gone through those awesome experiences that I've completed in my career journey. You know, I wouldn't even be here if I would have let that derail me 
because of that one person who tried to kick me off set, you know? You know what? Number one, Uh thank you for sharing, okay? And secondly, I am Uh so glad that you had that get my life moment at 21, Mm -hmm. 22. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that it could Mm -hmm. set you up for all Mm -hmm. of the other moments that Mm -hmm. will come. Life continues to happen. Yes, yes. And there are there are so many things that could, could yes. just stop, or that can die in their infancy, or right. give up on them, or we think that right it's the end, right? But it's yes. really the beginning. Yes. yes, yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. At twenty two, you yes. thought, thought it, it was, was over. over. Here yeah. you are. Yes. The owner. Yes. The creator. Yes. You know, someone who yes. makes space for yes. other people. How many of us think that it's over at 22? I remember thinking I had to have everything figured out by the time I graduated from college. I was like, okay, so I'm going to have this. Okay, I got to go back to San Francisco and get X, Y, and Z in place. And now here I am at 30, and I'm like, okay, look, I need to get this. I need to get X, Y, and Z doing a phenomenal job. You never... Thank you so much. But, you know, life goes goes on. on. Life goes on. You have so much life yes, ahead yes, of you. Yes, okay. yes. And how about what's so funny is even with that story, how about 10 years later, I end up working on a set that that person also was a part of. Do you know, like for the first, yeah, I don't want to, like maybe week, I used to tiptoe around set, like, well, I hope she doesn't remember me mm. from when I was 22, you know? But again, God has the final say. You know, God has the final say. And yes. even when I and when I left that particular set, because I didn't feel like it was elevating me mentally, spiritually, emotionally, or even financially, but that mental, spiritual part, you know, all money isn't good money. All opportunities mm-hmm. aren't good money. I mean, good, uh, you know, opportunities. Me being on that set was toxic. So when I walked away from that, I remember somebody in their camp saying, so what are you going to do now? And I said, you really don't know whose child of God I am. You know, like you really don't. Mm. And and that's when other things, like I said, other opportunities and career things that I created for myself started to continue to unfold. You know, me speaking into existence and not letting anybody tell me I couldn't do or wasn't going to be. It was like, no, you really don't know who I am. You you know, you got to talk to God about that, not me. You know, Hmm. it just came to me. And this is probably no way. so left. <laughs> but I'm just going to go with it, okay? Remember that moment when Kay Michelle had yes. the table shook on her? Yes. Um, I just, hmm. I loved, she said she didn't shut the table, maybe because Kay Michelle just has like a little mm-hmm. piece of mm-hmm. my heart, right? Mm-hmm. But I just think about how many hmm. tables hmm. have been hmm. shaken. And we've had hmm. to stay hmm. in the room, sometimes yes. in our seats, and put the pieces yeah. back together, right? We had to make those tables and you can't be embarrassed by certain, you know, utensils right. not being in the right order. You can't be worried about etiquette or who heard what mm-hmm. dishes fell on the, the floor. You have to reset yeah. the table. When you said you were tiptoeing around, but then you had to go and, you know, ask somebody, look, right. do you know who I am? <laughs> I I really admire that and I honor that experience you had because it speaks 
to me. And I, I'm really hoping that it speaks to someone else as well. I'm confident that it it will, because we've lived so yes. much. Some of us have lived so much of our lives. Yes. Embarrassed. Yes by the, yes. the last mistake yes. or the last moment yes. of our lives. And there's just so much more that we have to yes. set out to do and accomplish. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, you've taken so oh, many lady. leaps of faith, right? <laughs> yes. You stopped tiptoeing yes. around that lady. You started a number of businesses and you've written this incredible Thank book. You. I love Thank the title. You. you are welcome. Faith it until yes. you make it. Talk to us about what faithing it means. What does that look like? And what has that meant and looked like for you more so for me? Um, again, when I when I moved to Atlanta, um, it, it was me stepping out on faith. My grandmother had just passed away. Um, we had her funeral like a month later after she passed just due to bringing all the family together. And the night of her service, I got on the airplane. I said, God, if you get me to Atlanta safely, I'm going to surrender, ride this till the wheels fall off. You know, it's me and you. I'm going to do what you need me to do, you know, how you need me to do it. Mm. And, um, you know, I remember working on that set that I was talking to you about that set. And a, and a woman said, oh, you're here in Atlanta now. You got to fake it till you make it. And I said, no, I'm going to faith it until I make it. My faith is going to get me where I need to be spiritually, mentally, financially, everything. Mm. And I put that quote on my vision board, of course. And um, just, you know, mm. saying that every day that I would wake up and, you know, going through different trials and tribulations, anything that can happen, you know, it happened. Lost my apartment, you know, was homeless, lived in a um, in the extended stay for like a week, you know, stayed on my friend's couch. People didn't know because I would still come out with my armor on, you know, hair, hair fixed or, mm. you know, my makeup was done, but I was still hurting inside. People didn't know what I was really dealing with. And I would, like I said, I would show up and be present for different positions and different opportunities, but nobody knew what I was going through. And that mustard seed of faith, Lydia, when I tell you, girl, like if it wasn't Mm. for that, I don't know where I would be. That was my only thing to, to fall back on. I hadn't, I wasn't talking like, you know, to my family. I wasn't calling my mom or dad and asking them to help bail me out of this situation. God said, I'm going to take you through this journey, but I need you to solely rely on me because that's what, that's what this is going to require in order for me to take you to the next level of where you want to go. You can't call mom. You can't call your grandma. You can't call your grandfather. You can't call your dad. I need you to solely rely on me and let me show you what I can do if you listen, if you're obedient. And when I did that, again, it was that faith. That's, that's what it looks like. What, what I'm, where I'm at today is the result of me of faith, (laughs) of me being obedient, of me surrendering to what my higher power was telling me to do and me, you know, letting go and let God, I can only speak on my own experience. You know, everybody might have something different that they believe in if it's not, you know, God, but that for me, that's what it was. It was that personal for me to where I had to surrender. I had to, you know, believe in in his word, you know, in his promise to me mm-hmm. and have that faith. And and that's really what it looked like. And I was so used to, 
getting my clients book deals and helping them, you know, elevate their business, of course, as a publicist and things like that. And, uh, you know, one at one point of time, I was like, you know, I should write a book and, you know, dealing with that, uh, I guess they call it imposter syndrome to where you don't feel like you deserve to do that. Like, no, you're, you're behind the scenes. You're supposed Mm -hmm. to be back in the, in the clouds wearing all black, you know? And, I was like, <laughs> we got no, that. <laughs> let me go ahead and, and listen to what God is telling me, because maybe me saying that quote is going to make some people remember about their faith or bring them back to the mm. faith or, you know, it's, it's going to evoke a, a, an experience or whatever the case may be. And so I just started compiling my quotes, started putting those things together. And, you know, I could have called the book anything, but. I said, this is something that's going to be a conversational piece. It's a coffee table book, you know, full of inspirational quotes, you know, that have really inspired me. And again, I'm not one of those people who can recite every scripture in the book, but I know him for myself. So I can, again, only speak where I'm at in my journey, you know, so that's what, yeah, I can't recite every verse That's what it really looks like for me. You know, that's what my faith looks like for me. Um, I'm a walking, talking advocate uh, of, of, of just choosing faith over fear, you know, every day showing up Mm. to be present and, and be the best version of myself that I can be like, how dare I not <laughs> knowing that I've been hmm. through I like so that. many different things. You know right. what I'm saying? How dare I not yeah, show up and, and choose faith over fear? You know, life is still going to happen. Death happened. I was homeless. I went through these different changes. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever, you know, mm. I'm not, I'm not even looking for any sympathy from any of that. However, I know what got me through that was my faith. And that's what faithing it looks like for me, Mm. me, me just continuing to faith it until I make it. I haven't even made it to where, you know, my, my God is going to take me yet, but it's, it's just continuing to walk in my purpose. You know, that's what it looks like for me. Hmm. How How the audacity of us to to not. Can that be the title of your next book? Oh my goodness. Look, and let anyone (laughs) tuned in try it. Okay. Yep. We're going to know exactly where you got it from. Right. Yes. How dare I not? How How dare dare you? Like, what? You know. (laughs) You over here breathing. I hear there is something, right? I hear there is something transformational that happens when you Mm -hmm. author. (laughs) <laughs> it mm-hmm. has been mm-hmm. described to me as oh yeah <laughs> giving birth yes right yes. no one is yes. ever ready to become a parent and you know yes. in speaking with my own sister yes. who's authored a book as well she's like you know after you write a book <laughs> and other people read it there's yeah. just something that happens you know it's almost like you have to take on or just really affirm what yeah. you have written, but through yes. your livelihood. So I want to ask you, how did writing faith it until you make it change your so, life? So again, dealing with that Im- imp- uh, imposter syndrome of like, do I even put this out? You know, like I have a video of me, mm. you know, opening the box with the first batch of uh, book covers. Now, mind you, the first batch of book covers 
was not my initial idea as far as like how I really wanted it to look. You know, I kind of let the book publisher tell me like, oh, I think it should be like this. Even though I suggested my idea, she, you know, I kind of let other people tell Mm -hmm. me because I was still dealing with the fact of, you know, do I even deserve to be this author? Do I deserve to have that title? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, wow. You know? And so then how about you get, I get Mm -hmm. the book and I'm ready. And yes, I have all those emotions that your sister talked about to you. And then, um, I was instantly changed, you know, like even though at first it didn't look Mm. like, you know, how I wanted it to look. And then I didn't even promote it for like, I want to say maybe like the first six months of me having it. Like I let it do whatever it was going to do because I was still working my business and working through that, that process, you know, feeling like, I don't, I don't, oh, wow. I don't, do I really deserve this? Is this something else I want to add on to what I'm, you know, now about to introduce people to me as, you know, like dealing with that, Lydia, like dealing with mm. that, that, that struggle of, you know, those, that, that issue. Fast forward, I, I start promoting the book. I start owning it. I start, you know, being confident and I started really just letting go and letting God again, like remembering like who the freak I am, you know, yeah. like Erica, like, girl, you do deserve this. I'm okay. here you put this out and not really promote it like you know you can. And you a publicist, stop playing, you know, like, what? Okay. <laughs> so, I, you know, I get into my groove and I'm doing my thing. And then I say, you know what? Scratch this cover. I'm putting the original cover that I want on it. I'm doing the typewriter font. I'm putting it in a matte um, you know, cover with black and white writing, you know, like I'm going to do what I really wanted to do the first time so that when I reintroduce it and I'm going to add a couple of more quotes and and things like that, but now I'm really going to give it the full just do. So it's, it's, it's going to get the full love and, 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 you know, promotion that it needs. And, and I'm going to treat it like my newborn baby that I don't have, you know, in real life. So, you know, and I'm going to, and I'm going to continue to, to tell people about, you know, faith and tell them about my journey and hope that it does inspire people. You know, I feel like real is always going to recognize real, you know, (laughs) um, people can smell the BS, a mile away. You and I even had a conversation about, you know, mm-hmm. the power of discernment and, and, you know, those surface level conversations right. and, and things like that. And again, I can only speak to what I know and what I've witnessed and experienced for myself. So if you feel it, you feel it. If you don't, you don't, but I'm going to still talk about it because that's what it is for me, you know? Um, and so, and, and so I, I own it and I, you know, talk about it confidently, you know, without even thinking about what is somebody going to say or, you know, are they going to like it or not? Because it's mine. It's my baby. It's it's up to me to nurture it and take care of it and, and grow it, you know. So that's what it is. That's right. <laughs> that is what's up. Like, I wanted to just say something so eloquent, but I'm just like, that's what's up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because it just is what it is. And I love how matter of fact you are about it. Yes. Some things just have to be yes. that. you like, yes. okay, and so yes. good. It's going to be okay. I love that. You know? <laughs> I'm here for it. Yes. And you know what else comes to mind is yes. that faith without Ooh, works yes. is dead. You've yes. done yes. the that definitely work. Is key. You are doing 
Yes, you're doing the work. I mean, there's no way that we can say we are who mm-hmm. we are as mm-hmm. women who believe right. and encourage others and show up and then just allow what we have been given right. you know, right. to birth, right. Right. right? Your book, your business, right. the relationships you have, the way that you show mm-hmm. up for others yeah. and just be like, mm-hmm. no, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, mm, no, not so much. And you, you know, I, I have to share this with other people because it's important for me to let people know those who inspire mm-hmm. and support, right? You in our relationship mm-hmm. root for me, right? And you're the way that you're talking about getting mm-hmm. through, you are also pushing me and I'm sure however many other women towards the helm. That is who you are. Oh. And number one, I'm grateful, but I'm also grateful that other people are hearing the way that you show up for yourself and the other ways that you show up for others. You've written this book. That is one of the ways that you speak to people and show up for people. If you hadn't written that book, there'd be people who wouldn't right. know certain things and understand that, oh, you know what? You can continue to go. Some people probably never even right. heard faith mm-hmm. it until you make right. it because right. they've been faking right. it. And I'm right. like, have you arrived? Like, you're welcome. So, thank so thank you. you so much. You, oh, okay. Oh. We're not about to do this right now, Lydia. I'm like, I can go back and forth. Like, yes, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> right. Thank you. Oh, my you. goodness. This is really good. I'm like so energized by this conversation. And you've done all these things. How has authoring this book, how has starting your businesses helped you to show up? for yourself and impact the communities mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you are. A part so of. me being from Richmond, California, um, you know, growing up right by St. John's church on, on South 52nd, um, I was like that big sister on the block. And so just staying in contact with other young women and men who I grew up with or, you know, who were older than me and, and, and supporting them in any way that I can too. Even people who I went to high school with who didn't even like me have inboxed me and asked me for advice. And I still show up because (laughs) at the end of the day, Lydia, like I'm merely a vessel, you know? Um, and I feel like, again, Mm. how, how could I not want to help another woman, another man, another person of color, you know, it, with some advice or with whatever there it is that they're asking me, like my story is already written. So every day I'm just trying to show up and be the best version of her, you know, that's its own task. So, so Ooh. me helping you is not taking nothing away from what God has already written mm. for me. Cause he already writ- wrote it, you know? So th- that's, that's just mm. really mm-hmm. what I'm doing, how to show up for myself is is being obedient you know is is taking care of myself is continually being consistent in my craft and learning and growing um you know teaching myself daily too how to be a better publicist how to be a better you know friend how to be a better sister you know um how to be a better student you know just showing up in those ways to continue to better myself i feel like we're giving uh given a, a one life to live and it's up to us to live that you know to our best ability you know so that's just where i'm at with it mm. You know, I wasn't going to go here, but I have to go here before we end our conversation. 
you represent for the Bay Area, for Richmond, for San Francisco. And to me, that is important. Those tuned in to the Get My Life Tour have heard about me talk about the least Mm. touristy Mm -hmm. areas Mm -hmm. of the Bay Area. Now, you know, some people think Richmond, California, they think Coach Carter or you're right, um, you're right. some people just right, think, hey, right? right. right. They say, Ghost ride the whip. I'm like, okay. Surprise me, <laughs> Okay. But I, I I like to think that you show up the way you do for those who do not mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. visible. And personally, I show up the way I do because there are so many people mm-hmm. who are overlooked, who look like mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. from where we're from. Right. And they don't know we exist. Yes. We do move, you yes. know, and we come back. Yes. You come yes. back. So I think that's important to say as well. Right. But we move. We yeah. go somewhere else looking for different experiences to engage in other parts of the diaspora yeah. and just live our lives. Right. So I, I just want you to just, you know, briefly share why it's important. Now, you mm-hmm. already say you give back to people who reach out and that's important mm-hmm. and you are showing up, you know, as it has been orchestrated and scripted by the most high. But what else inspires you to show up the uh-huh. way you do, given um, where you uh, are from? Because of what you just said about us not being visible. You know, I I knew entrepreneurs before it was popular on Instagram. And, you know, my mentor, Curly Miller, who's from mm-hmm. Richmond, California, who had the first, who gave me one of my first opportunities working mm-hmm. in her hair salon, you know, like this, this woman of color who, you know, believed in me enough to give me a chance, you know, who looked like me. And because of her, you know, yeah. I am also where I am, you know, where I'm at. It was another woman from the same area that I'm from that took a chance on me, you know, who wasn't in my immediate family, you know, who, mm. who wasn't blood related to me, you know, who didn't know me from a canopate. I boldly went into her salon and, and kind of gave my elevator pitch and she took a chance. Um, her giving me a chance right. continued to motivate me to give my people from my area a chance because, you know, people think of Richmond, they think all different types of things. Oh, that's the hood or, oh, that's this. And they have these different stigmas and stuff like that. And I want to let people know what, what can come from Richmond. I can come from Richmond and do these amazing things. Mm. And, you know, Datari Turner, um, who is phenomenal, you know, the producer, director, all these different things. Um, the other guy who did black Panther, you know, like, these are products from the Bay, you know, and Jatari mm-hmm. is from Richmond. My other, right. um, real Richmond. Okay. And, yeah, he's and real I think the old wine who, <laughs> you know, um, it owns the first black owned like floral boutique in LA, but she grew up a right around the corner from me and Richmond, me and her, her sister were, you know, like childhood best friends. And, you know, like we're still family to this day, but like, these are people who are products of, of, the same environment that I grew up in and we all pour back into our community in so many different ways, you know, and that is also what inspires me to continue pouring in, in my city and continue to show up, you know, cause I, I remember and know where I'm from and I know, you know, that there are quality, yeah. hardworking, amazing, phenomenal men and women who 
are doing dope things that just will never probably go publicized or on Instagram or whatever it is. But, you know, they, I, if I need to be their voice to remind people, I will. <laughs> so that's what it is, you know. And like, I'm glad that you have are. been instrumental in my growth. And, and um, you know, even talking to you and meeting you and me seeing you. And and just being so proud of you and then extra proud because you were from the Bay. It was like, girl, whatever you need, I got you. You know, like it went from, <laughs> you know, yeah. And that's <laughs> exactly what like you said. I, you know, like with, with people from where we're from, it's like I have to, you know, because I need to let people know how great you are. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do it and shout it to the, you know, rooftops if I have to, to let people know, you know, that that's that, yeah. that, yeah, we, we do we do dope stuff too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I appreciate that so much. And I appreciate you. And the reason why I just had to, you know, throw this in or add this into the conversation is because so many people look at, you know, women in our industries or on Instagram, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And they have this perception that right. is not often accurate and it's most definitely not the full picture right mm-hmm. social media is our highlight reels and whatever else we curate them to be but it is important yeah. right on this get my life tour that we stop and we go back and yes we continue to move forward i'm having this mm-hmm. conversation with you from the bay you are in atlanta yes. and you are from these parts and whoever is tuned in in between both coast or internationally it is important to go back into yes. of where you are from right. even if it was not the best place find that mm-hmm. thing that made it special to you at some point and then find someone who is there because there is someone waiting to hear yes. from you or to experience you. So oh, I am so glad you. that you put on for the bank yes. because not yes. a lot and of my family come still back. lives there you too. So and I'm, you know, know frequently there. So yes, it's not just a, I live in Atlanta and don't, you know, pour in in my city. Like I'm frequently home and um, obviously the cost of living is extremely high. So mm-hmm. what I, what I, what I have over here in Atlanta is different, okay. different from what I have in, in the Bay Area, but I definitely am, am you know, frequently <laughs> home. So people know how to, you know, find me there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You make yourself available, you give back, and you are helping definitely. others plant seeds no matter where they are. You know, this has been an Thank incredible yes. conversation. Oh. It, it really has. I'm over here smiling ear to ear. My <laughs> cheekbones hurt a little yes, bit. Yes, that's always yes, proof yes. of a good time, right? Definitely. <laughs> it is. You know, we've gotten to the point of our conversation okay. where it is time for your mic drop moment. I often tell people you can be on a spectrum okay. from Obama out to sexual chocolate. Okay. And, you know, coming uh-huh. to America, you choose. You can be right in between <laughs> either side. We're not going to judge you. This is a judgment-free space. <laughs> but this is where you leave it all on the stage. So take a moment. You've already shared so much with us. But think of that thing that you want to leave us with. And when you are ready, so the moment that I just want to leave with people is remember that no matter where you are in life on your journey, you want to start by starting, you know, you start by starting. And I feel like if um, 
prayer becomes a habit, success becomes a, a lifestyle. If prayer becomes a habit, success becomes a lifestyle. And success is not a monetary thing. It's a, you know, thing within, you know, spiritually, mentally, you know, being successful in that, you know, you growing, you elevating, you starting, you know, that's what success looks like to me, um, having peace within. And so I just want to take the time to say that you guys can do any and everything that you put your mind to. And remember, like I said earlier, the sky isn't even the limit on the things that we can do if we put our mind to it. There you have it. Thank you. Well said, beautifully said. And you are so welcome. I am lost for words, as I should be, once you drop the mic. That is what the mic drop moment is for. I always look forward Mm -hmm. to what it is that people are going to leave us with. And I'm I'm just so grateful that I get to take it, you know, for myself as well. I'm like, ooh, that's good. Let me let me put that in my back pocket and carry it with me in my wallet. Erica, there are so many people who want to stay connected with you. Do them a yes, favor. You guys can definitely follow me on my personal Instagram handle at Erica Diaz, the numbers 1010, or my business page, which is the B Firm PR. That's the B letter B firm PR on Instagram. And then of course my website is the bfirmpr.com. And yeah, I'm, I, I don't like you sliding in the DMS, but if you have to go ahead and we'll, we'll try to get back to you. Um, and yeah, Instagram, Facebook is the bfirm PR and Twitter is fashion one oh one ED. Lovely. And as always, to stay connected with the Get My Life Tour, be sure to follow us on social. Check out the getmylifetour.com and do us a favor. Let us know what you think about the stop on the tour. Let us know in the comment section on Instagram. Of course, review, review, subscribe, review, subscribe, review. Um, just in case you needed to know which one you should do first pick an order. And if you want to stay in touch with me, I am at Lydia T. Blanco on all social platforms as well as the, excuse me, Lydia T. Blanco.com. And I cannot thank you enough, Erica, for showing up. Thank you so much for having me. Seriously. I really appreciate it. It has been real until the next stop of the Get My Life Tour. I hope that you continue to show up for yourself in ways that you had not before and that you feel equipped to go out there and kill it. It has been real. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Mm-hmm.